Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Oh my god. God, did you have to show me that? Yes, I did. I was traumatized. I I don't understand, though. You, how did you even see that? Because he was wearing, like, camo green, and I was looking at the door as he walked in. So all I saw was Puma crotch. He is a bro who was at Starbucks this morning. And was wearing these pants from Puma that had a Puma logo on the crotch. Like, not just like on the side of the crotch, straight up where the Twig and Giggleberries live. Exactly. Right there. Straight Why? up and down. Bright orange Puma. Right there. Puma what man. the fuck, dude? And so she's like tripping out on the Puma man. And it, then she has to share it with me, you know, because that's important that I be freaked out just like her. And there I was, freaked out, looking at Puma Man, and I was like, I cannot believe that somebody wears that. Puma crotch. I have to ask Mitchell about it. Mitchell, is this a thing where you wear the logo of your favorite brand on your dick? Like He'd probably know. So, you guys, the day's finally here. I asked the question on Instagram, would you be interested in a Toria only focused kind of sort of but only and everyone said no good night everyone (laughs) and they said yes resoundingly yes i think only one person said no and that person was super rude about how they said no they were rude just like beans is being at the moment beans you are rude and you will stop you're the one who invited it to be a special guest no that's a surprise guest, and I was going to determine when it came on the show, but there you go. Surprise guest number one, Captain Beans. <laughs> He's having such a good time with He's his He's having toy. a good time with his toy and his newfound freedom. So, we're going to start off this Toria-focused Toria-sode. Oh, God, and, it's a Toria-sode. And, that's right, that's the <sighs> title. The Toria-sode. Do you know that this is going to be the most downloaded episode of any we've ever had? No. It's going to be the least downloaded because nobody cares. Oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. Are you ready? Tell me. No. Your favorite memory as a child. Instead of telling you my favorite memory, how about I tell you the funniest memory? Is it your favorite? I can't remember a different one. 
Okay, so then it's probably your favorite. So you're answering your own question. So I was like three. Three. And it's fairly impressive that I can remember back to being three. Yeah, because you're so old. Most people can't remember like five and lower. I know. Anyway, so I had one of those Fisher-Price tape recorders that all the kids of the 90s had. Yeah. And my parents were super nice and would buy me like... My parents were super nice and they would buy me like blank tapes for it all the time. Okay. And it was sitting next to my brother and he did something I didn't like and then he hit record. And I made like the pterodactyliest sound for like eight minutes straight. It didn't even sound like there was breathing in the recording. And then I stole my tape recorder back and I slammed my door. And I think it's funny. Because I had a big bad attitude my entire life. I'm trying to figure out how it's different than today other than the pterodactyl sound. I can still make the same sound. Would you like well, to hear it? Well, you could, but I don't want to hear it. You could, but you don't. But you still have that stubborn, feisty, I take no shit attitude. Clearly. You know what? Most of the time, most of the time, I have lots of appreciation for it. But there are times... Where my phone dings when it's not supposed to, and I get angry. <laughs> that doesn't sound like my fault. Then there are times, though, that your I don't take no shit, tough attitude just sets me off. Well, and it's usually at a time when it's aimed in the incorrect direction. So that's kind of interesting. That's a positive thing, by the way, because it's rare. Mm-hmm. And in fact, there have there was one time I remember this. There was one time, this is, tell you this story, that something like that happened, and I got upset. And then, like two days later, something in that same realm happened, and I'm like, "What the hell? This can't happen all the time." And then it was like, because you know, it's like an average of maybe once a year, okay? Anyway, it's like an average of maybe once a year, mm-hmm. and. Here, because it was twice, it was like two years before I had another one happen. And it was getting to the point when it happened, I was like, oh my God, this never happens. Why is this happening? And then I started thinking about it. I was like, well, it's just the law of averages. I mean, one a year every for three years. So there's three of them. This makes sense. Yep. But it was just weird. You know, like, well, it's just weird, though, because like you go through that two year delay and you just think to yourself, Oh no, what just happened? And then you realize, well, it's only because two of them came like bang, bang. Right. But the law of averages maintains the same thing. So, kind of interesting. Okay, so that was your favorite slash funniest memory. Do you want to hear like something else funny that goes along with it? Sure. My mom played that recording for my first boyfriend. (laughs) And it didn't scare him off. He was kind of an idiot. So... There's that. I'm just surprised it didn't scare him off, but okay, that's good. So that's that. How about your favorite memory as an adult? I have no idea. You don't know your favorite memory as an adult. That's interesting. And that's way more recent than the other thing. Thank you, God. It's going to sleep. No, it's not. The the full-on 
a tachosaurus dog. <laughs> the beans. Anyway. I don't know. Okay, I have lots of good memories from existing as an adult, but they're all tarnished by pa- by bullshit that happened after them. So I would think that the oh. only memory I have that's like particularly wonderful is the day that we got married. That's sweet, and I would agree with that. But I don't understand why any of the others were tarnished. Because people are shit. And I no longer believe that anything that they said was sincere in any of those times. So I no longer think any of those memories are good. Got it. It's really disappointing. And that totally makes sense because if something they did seriously nullified who they are as a person. Right. Then anything positive that they said. Well, okay. Wrong. Wrong scenario. If you figure out that the person's fake. Right, then that kind of nullifies any past thing they ever said. Right, because you don't know. You didn't realize they were fake in this instance until they slipped up. Maybe they never slipped up before. So you wouldn't have known. But now, once you figure it out, you're like, wait a second. How much of that what they said back then was made up just so they could butter the bread? Right. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. So. Favorite musical artist in any genre. Overall, favorite musical artist, any genre. So it's an overall thing. Mariana's Trench. Okay, who the hell are they? They're Canadian and they're magical. Why are they Canadian? Because that's where they were born. That doesn't necessarily make you Canadian. Maybe they changed citizenship. No, they're Canadian. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> Where do they live? Vancouver. Ah, so they're stoners. Well, not the lead dude, but the other ones, yeah. Um, <laughs> Been listening to their set list playlist. Have you? Hate the first song. That's a lot. Like the second song. Really like the third song. But I hate the first song and the problem is i told the you, amount of hatred i have wrong. the amount of hatred i have for the first song huh? is kind of just barely balanced out by how good the first, second do you remember though. when the single came out and i told you i didn't like it correct and i told you it's because i was doing it wrong you have to listen to the album and you have to listen to it listen to it in order but you also told me that i could listen to the playlist i did but i told you to listen to the album first I don't remember the first, so my apologies. Okay. I will, I will fix that. You because, will hate the first song because that less. first song sucks badly. Their albums are like this: they always have a super short first song, and it's kind of eh. And then they have a super long last song, that's usually really really good. But the two of them tie together the entire rest of the album. Interesting. Yeah. So. Stop licking what? the carpet. Sorry. When is the first time you recall interacting with a dog? <laughs> the first memory I have of a dog? Because I've always had a dog, except for when I was in school. Um, My, my parents had this little Scotty dog. Okay, they're cute. And his name was Scotty. <laughs> so there's that do you know how many scotty dogs my mom had a scotty dog and do you know how many scotty dogs i met that were named scotty 
Well, he was named Scotty from the from the Star Trek character. I understand that, but, and that's what a lot of people say. But the point is, you've got a Scotty dog, and you named it Scotty. Anyway, he was really cute. He had funky, twisty feet, and like Aww. the first memory I have of him, he like rampaged into the house, and I was like playing Legos on my parents' living room floor. Mm-hmm. I know you love those. And he like rampaged through them, and my mom was really, really mad because they were everywhere, and you know those things hurt like a son of a bitch to step on. Yeah. I don't like finding those in the middle of the night. Mm-mm. So, what or who is someone who really shaped who you are today? Like, who had the most influence over who you are as a person today? I have no idea. Could I, what if I narrowed the question down and said, who had more influence over who you are today, your mom or your dad? I'm more like my father. So, so do you I think that's him. because do you think that's because you genetically are more like him or do you think it's because you learned to be more like him? Let's be real. I'm genetically like neither of my parents. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting to me. Because. For me, if I were to answer the same kind of question, I can understand why you would say, oh, it's hard. Because I believe that you could have a mortal enemy and that person could be the person that most influenced you in your life. I agree. So doesn't, because most people think of, who do I agree with the most? Who am I most like? Well, that's great, and that's possibly who influenced you the most. But you could also have a mortal enemy who taught you how to be stronger by the way they treated you and shaped your opinion on issues. The and reason it's a hard question is because I can't tell you which one of my parents influenced me more. And you know, that's a very good thing, I think. I think as a parent myself, I think. A kid being able to say both parents influence them equally but in different ways is superb. That's perfect. That's what you want. Even in a divorced situation, mom needs to be exerting influence in some areas. Dad needs to be exerting influence in some areas. I think that's only right. Uh And it's great if the kid can't decide. Is it mom or dad that had the most influence? See, for me, unfortunately, it would be my mom had the most influence and that's because I blame how she treated me on how I was when I was like little younger than Matthew. Oh yeah. Yeah. I blame it on that. Huh. Because I did not have a good role model on how to treat other people. I had to figure it out on my own. And you know how you figure it out on your own when you're stubborn, right? Most people, here's how it works. They screw up. The person gets mad at them. And then somehow, some way, and there's all sorts of different paths, which is why I'm just saying somehow, some way, they get to a point where that person explains why they were mad at the first person. Uh-huh. And the first person now has a choice right then and there to accept what was said and learn from it or just be in denial. But if you're in denial, you don't learn shit and you're just bound to repeat yourself over and over and over 
taken over. Uh-huh. She kind of taught me to like be in denial. Yeah, that kind of sucks. And well, yeah, especially when the day you wake up, think about this. Where there's a day where you wake up and you go, Wow. <laughs> I was so wrong for that very long time. Wow. Where do I even begin to apologize to people? Like, where do I even start? I think that's why I get so offended when people use the word bully because I was bullied. Right. And therefore, I'm very cognizant of not bullying. It's one of the things that drew me to the Libertarian Party, the anti-aggression. You know, the non-aggression principle, NEP. Yeah. That's one of the big things that drew me there. I I don't like forcing people to do anything. What did I tell you with the kids? If you have to force them to do a certain event, then it's not an event they should be doing. Right. And that, to me, just makes sense. So, let's touch on one last thing here. Maybe two more last things. So, you... You... Me... Are very crazy. Well, you say you're crazy, but reality is, no, <laughs> you, you're not crazy. You are smart. You're funny. I think that you're um, more than just smart. You're intelligent. See, they're smart, which is like. People who can figure out a situation, but they don't necessarily, it takes them a while. Okay. It's like trying to cut a steak with a um, standard knife. Eventually, you'll get through it. (laughs) But if you use the right tool, you'd be better. But then you're intelligent. And the intelligent aspect gets you to the right place quicker. You don't have to be like, (laughs) oh, well, let me see. Should I go to the left? What's down over there on the left? Hmm. Or should I go to the right? What's over there on the right? No, you just instinctively know. Go to the right. Yep, yep. Now go to the right again. Oh, go to the left. Because you're intelligent. You can navigate quickly. And that's important for problem solving because, you know, like I always say to the kids, it doesn't matter what the ultimate solution is as long as it accomplishes the goal. Right. And you're really good about that, coming up with like a solution, like bam. And I just have to throw that in there because, you know, you make the point of, oh, I'm crazy. You're not crazy. You're like far from crazy. A complete lunatic. You say so. We all know better, <laughs> including the sleepy beans and the uh, stubby, stubby dancer over there. But here's the deal. Let's say that you could be living any kind of life you want five years from now what would that life look like and you can be as general or as specific as you'd like i don't know house success of some variety not necessarily living in an overcrowded place So, 
It's like I was reading in the wealth book. And he said that four years ago, four years ago, uh-huh. he was making $1,700 a month. Yeah. And he and his wife were sharing a one-bedroom apartment with some cats. <laughs> I love the cats. And now his accounts are cash flowing like crazy. And he lives in a big house with like multiple bedrooms and multiple bathrooms. Bedroom for each cat? Pretty much. And awesome. that's in four years. So five years, what you said is doable. I mean, and I, success is relative. I suppose. Well, but, but do you agree? House, feeling sure. successful. Right. Less crowded. See, to me, to me, success would be that you're, um, you're not worried about your future. Right. I, think I agree. That's the key. I think that's really the key. I agree. Okay, so. That's interesting. I, I, I like that picture that you paint. I like it a lot. So Good, because I plan on you being there. I hope so. <laughs> so, all right. Since you've been here in the United States, uh-huh. what's the event that like immediately jumps into your mind as I say this? Event? Yeah, like something that happened. I don't know. How about put a little effort into coming up with something? You said immediately jumps into my mind and I have a monkey clashing symbols together. So I got nothing. Bleep and say there's a monkey clashing symbols together. That's not an event we've been to. Well, maybe it is. We've been near a circus, and circuses have monkeys clashing cymbals. Circuses are terrifying. Yes, they are pretty bad. Even Cirque du Soleil is terrifying. I think that acrobatic circuses are cool. I do too, but I I just don't think they should have animal circuses. Well, because the animal's not choosing to be there. Okay, so. Favorite domestic pet? Cat. And why? Because I like that they're assholes. I like that the cat will take none of your shit and just expect you to deal with it and continue to feed them. And I think that dogs can be kind of needy. Well, in the way dogs that they... try to earn their food. Right. And cats just expect cats you to Cats guilt you it. into it because they'll die if you don't feed them. And I, I, th- I, I have to respect that kind of... Not giving a shit about anything. It's like him. What did I say? When when Yogi had toys and he wanted to take the toy, he didn't coyly wait. Like like Odie used to sit there and like watch and like wait for the right moment and then pounce. Not this guy. He's like, I'm just going to bum rush him. And when I bum rush him, he's going to be hard, so heavily coming after me. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to be focused on what it is I want, that toy. And I'm not going to care. He can bite me. I'm not going to care. I am just going to go in there and I am just going to get the toy that I want, period. And that's what his attitude is. And he can't lose when he has that attitude.
You, he cannot lose when he has that attitude. Now, oh. it's dangerous. It's risky. He's going to get his ass kicked one day. Well, yeah, he goes up against the wrong animal. Yeah. Imagine him against, like, a dog Lila's size. And he decided he was going to be cocky. I don't Maybe. mean specifically Lila. I just mean a dog Lila size. Yeah, I think he would have to be a fairly aggressive Lila sized dog. But yeah, I hear you. He's cuddling well, with my leg. I also think like if he met Lola, yeah, pissed her off in the wrong way. I don't think she'd hurt him, but she'd damn well scare the poop out of him. I think she'd thump him with her big ass yeah. paws. Yeah. Teach him who's boss. <laughs> I've done that with him. Because, you know, we're supposed to be the alpha pack leaders of these dogs. That's how it's supposed to work. Right. If you listen to the dog whisperer. You know, he's come at me and I'll purposely go by the cushion and then I'll just like lightly push him off balance onto the cushion. And I'm talking lightly, like it doesn't he's you've seen him. He he trips over his own feet walking he's down a baby the hallway. Giraffe. Yeah, it's the weirdest. It's cute, but it's weird. But I take him and I just lightly push him. And all you got to do is give him a little off balance and he'll tip over. And I always make sure he's right next to the cushion and that his head is safe. Those are the two things I always look for. Well, yeah. I don't want him to get get hurt, but I want to play with him. And he loves that, but it's funny. He does. He stops jumping on me and he gets all compliant. Like, oh, alpha dog. Better, Better get in line. Okay. You know what? The events that come to mind first are the foster dogs since I've been here. Yeah. And their arrivals and their it feels nice. It feels nice, though, doesn't it, to be able to help puppy yeah. dogs? Yeah. And I feel like, um, you know, the Og of Dogs is starting to learn. He forgets every once in a while, but he's starting to learn that we love him no matter what. He's been much better this time. I think so, too. He hasn't been all sulky. He was a little sulky on, like, day one because yeah. there's two of them and they were, like, really rambunctious and wanted to lick him. And, of course, they're new and they're cute and they're getting all the attention. But since then, he's just been exerting himself. Like tonight when he was running back and forth. Yeah. Like, I loved it. He was just like, Beans? Fuck no. I'm going to beat you up if you come too close to me and I don't like it. And Beans bit him. He chomped Beans on the ear. Beans squealed and Beans ran away. Yep. He's a tough animal, my dog. He's getting there. But so, so, all right. Let me let me ask you this question. So, Fine. There's a man and a woman. And they walk into a bar. Uh-huh. How do you know they walked into the bar? Because they said, ouch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Very good. You got the joke. I like it. I swear sometimes that we have one mind. Sometimes, yes. I believe it. It's very weird. You know, you know what I'm noticing gets us in trouble? Sarcasm? No, it's not even sarcasm. It's defining the same term a different way. Oh, you mean gets us in trouble with each other. I thought Uh you meant gets us in trouble with other people. No, with each other. (laughs) It's defining the same term differently. Like listening and hearing. We define them oppositely. Well, and knowing about it now, it fixes things. But when you're first encountering it, you can get into heated arguments because 
it's like, no, that's not true. And then you're going, no, that's not true. You're, right. you're thinking of it exactly the opposite of me. I'm like, I know you're exactly the opposite of me. And then all of a sudden, one of us will explain more detail to the other. Right. And then the first, the, the one who didn't explain goes, oh. And we haven't had a, we haven't had a single argument that involved listening or hearing since we came to that realization. But there was a few before that. Well, right, but that's what I'm saying. Once you know it, it's it's cleared up. That's always an issue for us is that we define the same term, the same thing with different terminology. Right. That makes for an interesting thing. Okay, so. I don't even know where this came from. So, if you had to drink one, uh, just one of these all day long. For the rest of the you needed time. to have at least eight glasses. Jesus Christ. At least eight. Would you drink soda? What kind of soda? Water, tea, or coffee? What kind of soda? Doesn't matter. That's an open. But just one kind. Uh huh. I can't like have can't a variety get of kinds. kinds. Nope. One kind. Soda. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's fizzy, and I like fizz. But there's fizzy water. Fizzy, okay, fizzy water without like any flavoring tastes kind of weird. <laughs> I don't disagree. And we both know that I use the soda stream and carbonate straight up water a lot and just drink. Yeah, it. but you have, but you have like, you love the flavored water from Walmart. Yeah. See, for me. But it's not water. But for me, knowing what I know, I would drink the flavored water. But it's not water. It has aspartame in it. It's, so it's still, still water. chemically in bullshit. It's food. still water. It's way better for you than soda. Eh. Way better. It's what I would pick. And has way less calories. I'm just saying, for me, knowing what I know, I would rather drink that and not gain a million pounds. And I would probably pick Tropic Berry Sprite. Yeah, I know. I know what you would pick. Well, that one's interesting. That one's really interesting. Okay, so... But I could go without coffee ever again in my life. I think it's gross most of the time. What is your favorite color? It's kind of... You know in like old boxes of crayons and there was the Robin's Egg Blue? Yeah. That. It's a pretty color. You're quite specific. Well, that's you can't just say blue because it could mean like navy and navy is like hideous. Don't say that about my Dodgers. They are not hideous. They don't wear navy either. Pretty damn close to it. No, no. Navy is like darker than Air Force blue. Mm, like the Cubs. Sure. I don't I don't have colors in reference okay. to sports teams. So when you were a teenager, oh god. You were involved with what you affectionately refer to as cadets. Uh-huh. Please explain what your interest was in said cadets program. Initially, I was bored. And this is going to sound like I'm being mean to my parents, and I'm only a little bit being mean to them. But because they're an entire generation older... They're more into they were more into like retirement activities than carting their teenage daughter all over town. So I joined the one event that happened on the same night my mom had an, an event 
in the same area from the same times. She couldn't say no. Makes sense. And then I did it for half a year and I pretty much hated it. I tried to quit. My parents did what you always do to your tiny humans. It was like, no, you have to finish the year. I got a whole bunch of awards at the end of the first year for various things. And then I was just kind of hooked on it. Then I did a second year and it was awesome. Then I did summer camp and it was fabulous. Then I did a third year and then I did summer camp where I learned how to teach classes, which I thought was amazing. Then I did a fourth and a fifth and half of a sixth year where I taught classes and was a leader that I staffed a summer camp. And it was amazing. That. <laughs> it's why I ask you, though, because I know it's a big part for you. Six years of my life. It's interesting. How old were you when you started? You technically can't start until you're 12. You technically can't start until you're 12. Because I had a late birthday and all of my friends joined in the seventh grade. Stop. He stopped doing the bad thing. No, he didn't. He was coming to the cat again. Anyway, you can join when you're 12 because all of my other friends were joining and I was yet to be 12. They let me join but didn't give me a uniform yet or file out the paperwork when I was 11 because I have a late birthday. Okay. Hmm. That's intriguing. It's also why I couldn't go to summer camp my first year because I hadn't been in long enough to go to the summer camp. What's interesting about summer camp in Air Cadets is you get paid for the weeks of your summer camp as a training bonus. So when I went to basic, it was two weeks long and I made $72 a week, which is a big fucking deal when I was 13. Well, sure. It's like when Maddie learned to be a referee for ice hockey and then he'd go do the tournaments only because, of course, he can't do the Wednesday night um, whatever or Friday night whatever because it's adults. Right. So he would only be able to do like weekend games. And even then, he'd only be able to pick up like two, maybe three games. But when he'd have tournaments... He'd work the entire weekend, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday, and he'd make like four or five hundred dollars. Yeah, and it was probably awesome. And then they paid their staff people pretty well too. I made instead of making seventy two dollars a week, I made seventy two dollars a day. Wow. Yeah. Which is when you calculate your hourly rate as being on call twenty four seven is not wonderful. <laughs> but the life experience is pretty much. Yeah, worth it makes it. it like what? Um What, 14 no, $4 an hour? Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, but I also got $3,000 in scholarships for, for post-secondary from being in cadets for as long as I was. That's great. That's the thing, though. You pick something and you stuck it out. And that's one of the things, honestly, you, you realize that's what college is all about, right? College doesn't mean you're smarter than anybody else. I get it. College means you picked a goal and you stuck it out until you completed the goal. Yeah. 
Yeah. My time in cadets kind of had an off-color ending. You you can technically be in the program until you turn 19. Uh-huh. I moved to Lethbridge when I was 17. So I transferred. And their group was much larger. Obviously, the Crows mm-hmm. Pass had like, there was like 15 of us. Mm-hmm. And they, they had about 60 in Lethbridge. And they didn't want somebody joining their group who was at the highest possible rank and just taking over the leadership. They were dicks. And I just stopped going because they were rude. And that disappoints me a little bit. Yeah. So I went through the whole process of doing the transfer and then didn't stick it out. But it sucked. So there's that. All good things come to an end. I was saying to Mitchell today that I think his decision to not play soccer was a good one. Yeah. All things considered how they are now. Probably was. All right, woman. Well, any summarizations, clarifications, or anything you'd like to make? No. Before we shut this bad boy off for good? No, I'm good. What do you think of Yogi scratching himself right in the middle of what I was saying? I kind of want to punch him in his throat. Me too. What Yogi, do you think? you're the rudest CEO in the house. What do you think of Stubby laying down next to you, cuddling, and waiting for me to get off of here so he can pounce on me and make me pet him? I think it's damn adorable, and I think he has a really big face. <laughs> he does. It's cute though, and he's staring at me at the moment. Oh, like I didn't stubby. even notice how big his face was until Yogdog put his face next to him. Yeah, Stubby's a pretty big dog. You don't realize how sizable he is. Like he's a beefy wiener dog. But he weighs less than the Yog of dogs. I know, but he's a beefy wiener dog. Well, he's kind of skinny. He's the Yog dog's a muscle man. Yeah, he is. So, anyway, I think Stubby wants to say good night, everyone. Hasta la bye bye, Toyosode. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.